you have to ask yourself, is there anything that you know that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing? And if you got caught, would you have to say sorry? And if you can give yourself that same mercy, can you give someone else that same mercy and forgive them? Hey family, I'm Leon Guidry. Welcome to the Brother Be Well podcast. Our conversations focus on mental health and wellness. Our intent is to provide a safe space for boys and men of color to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. Listen up, y'all. Hi, welcome to Brother Be Well. I'm your host, Justin Martinez, and this is the BBW Youth Chat Series. Today, we are discussing the power of forgiveness. With me is Associate Marriage and Family Therapist from hearyou.org, Malik Sampson. We also have Brother Be Well Clinical Advisor, Dr. Michael Houston. How you guys doing? Hello, welcome. We also have our youth guest, Ted Gatia and Richard Toledo with us. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. How are we? Doing good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. I'm very glad to have you all here. Um, This is a very deep topic, uh, the power of forgiveness. I think for me, just starting this thing off, uh, forgiveness has been a huge tool in my life uh, surrounding my healing. and just really my success also finding forgiveness has been uh, the backbone to all of my success uh, up to this point, up to this very moment. There's a lot to, to dive into. You know, I don't uh, choose to carry around resentment anymore and I'm here to talk about it. And before we do talk about it, I want to just give a disclosure to everyone that, If there's anything exposed in this chat uh, surrounding anyone who has been hurt or anyone who we have hurt, we don't mention people of that sort to bash them or belittle them or degrade them in any way. Uh, This is all about finding forgiveness and the power that it possesses once we find it. So with that being said... Dr. Houston, if I could call on you just a second to, with your background in divinity, your doctorate degree, could you kind of paint a picture of what forgiveness means to us? Well, okay. Well, by definition, it is to excuse from a fault or an offense, a to pardon the act of actually forgiving. So by definition, that is what it means. When we're looking at forgiveness, and I want to take it from a different perspective than the norm, is it starts with you. Mm. It starts with you you forgiving yourself from different things that you have done. Mm. Because when you learn to forgive yourself, it's so much easier to forgive someone else. Because you have to ask yourself, is there anything that you know that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing? And if you got caught, would you have to say sorry? And if you can give yourself that same mercy for yourself, can you give yourself 
can you give someone else that same mercy and forgive them for their transgression of, or for their fault towards you? Wow, that's very powerful. Uh, I thought of it the opposite way, Dr. Houston. I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest. I thought the person who has hurt me the worst in my life, if I could forgive them, um, you know, which that person is my father in my life. If I could forgive my father, then I could forgive everyone else. But thank you for pointing that out and giving us that perspective, because there are times where I've had to forgive myself and it took a long time. It took a hard time for me. Uh, specifically in my past relationships with women and my acts of infidelity and cheating uh, and breaking people's hearts, you know, in those relationships, I've had to sit with myself and come to terms with finding forgiveness for me for hurting someone else who has loved me. Um, Mm -hmm. What other thoughts? Yeah. What other thoughts do we have on the definition of forgiveness? Thank you, Dr. Houston. No problem. I would say forgiveness, added on to Dr. Houston, I love the point he was making that it's about forgiving yourself in order to um, make it easier for you to forgive other people. But adding on to that, that forgiveness of other people is a lot of times for yourself and using that mindset in order to help you, right? So if I, if someone hurt me deeply and I'm holding on to this hurt for years and years and years and I can't forgive them and the, throughout this process of me not being able to forgive this person, I've now started to build this strong resentment and it's hurting me. Me holding on and not forgiving them is now hurting me. So the forgiving, being able to forgive them is something that can help me heal from that. But it's a process, right? It's You don't just naturally, you just, you just don't forgive someone and forget about what they did and move on. And I think that's a piece too where a lot of times people forget um, about where you can forgive someone without forgetting about what they did. You can forgive them, but knowing that what they did was completely wrong, was not okay, but you can forgive them for that in order to help yourself grow from the experience. That's a really good point you make, Malik. I have a question, follow-up question for that. Is it important to remember the hurt that we have been caused? Like you said, you may not forget, but you can forgive. There's always that saying, forgive and forget, forgive and forget. But I agree with you, and I find it important to forgive and remember not to forget what has happened. But why is that important? So, Go ahead, go ahead, Dr. Houston, please. Well, I was going to ask that, uh, ask it in a different way, Justin. Sure. And I was going to ask, what is the lesson that you learned from it? Mm-hmm. Because when you learn the lesson from it, now it's, it's not a matter of how much am I going to hold on to or what am I going to let go or why am I letting it go? It's more along the lesson of, you know, now that I've learned this particular lesson, I'm not going to forget the lesson that I learned. Mm. You know, I, I don't want to forget the lesson that I learned because I, it cost me something. It, 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 it cost me some tears. It cost me some sleepless nights. It cost me some hurt and some anguish. So those particular things that it cost me, now that I am 
forgiving that person, what what did I get out of that? What kind of things did I have to dig in from within and learn from whether to let that person go, to pray for that person, to help me get through that process? Right. Because we know that sometimes, you know, we can say, yeah, I, I forgive you. And then we hold on to that while that person is living their life. And act as, acting as though nothing has even happened or anything like that. And so you're holding on to this grudge. And mm-hmm. every time you see that person, let's be honest, when you come in, come around that person or you see that person, mm-hmm. there's something kind of crawls up inside you like, ugh. <laughs> right. So, right. So, so that means you really haven't forgiven that person. That, means, that also means you haven't really learned the full lesson from it either ah that's a good good point like you could forgive say you out loud forgive someone but 95 percent that's true and that five percent is going to find its voice sooner or later because maybe it takes a collective effort to fully forgive maybe you would need an apology from the person who has hurt you or an acknowledgement of some sort to finally find a hundred percent peace and forgiveness. Am I understanding that correctly? Well, 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 when you say need that person to apologize, I mean, now we're in the social media where people are in relationships and they break up via text. Right. Uh, right? And so what happens if that person never comes back and apologizes? Are you going to still hold on to that? And again, they've gone on with their life. So so I come back to it does start with you first. And and it takes a lot of strength to forgive someone who has hurt you and caused you a lot of pain and to let that go and them not say anything to you and you never have any contact with that person ever again. Hmm. So you could be left needing something that's never going to be there. Well, you see, well, you keep saying needing. Right. And so everything that you need is within you. Mm. And so since the need is there, that would mean that you have to tap within you. And even having circles like this, talking to some of your friends, talking to people that you trust, having people uh, seed into you or sow words of encouragement or uplift into your spirit and letting you know not just that everything is going to be all right, but who you are and whose you are. It starts and ends with you. Forgiveness is forgiving to you. That's the lesson that I'm learning right now. Um, well, well, Malik gave a great point. He says that, you know, the forgiveness isn't for the other person. The, for, the forgiveness yeah. is for you. Right. I, I think that's where a lot of people um, go wrong um, because they think that, you know, when we forgive someone else, we're giving someone else the pleasure that we forgave them, you know, and then um, a, a lot of people think that way. It's like, oh, I'm not going to give him or her um the pleasure of forgiving you know that 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 makes me seem like i gave in 
right? Mm-hmm. It's that uh, holding that grudge, and it's like I'm not gonna let him win. It's it's you know it's it's me, so, or or he started it. You know, kind of like third graders, he started it. So why should I apologize? Um, and then you know, I feel like when we don't forgive, we're kind of like. A, a prisoner in our own bodies. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, um, like Dr. Houston said, when we see a person, we get mad. The other person might not get mad. We get ourselves mad or depending on the situation, right? When we see another person, we might get mad. We're hurting our own selves mm-hmm. because we haven't uh, uh, internalized, again, like Dr. Houston said, forgiveness within ourselves and so I guess people should really ask, do I really want to be a prisoner of my own emotions? Why not just try to forgive? Again, it's hard. Yes, it is. But learn to forgive and you could you could um, uncuff yourself, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that. Let's, Malik, I feel like you have a thought. Yeah, I was going to I wanted to add to that, that that forgetting element. Right. Because when people say forgive, but not forget you, it's for for not forgetting and holding on are two different things. So I wanted to like just kind of talk about that a little bit when it comes down to the not forgetting. I think that's more of a protection mechanism. Right. If I don't forget this person and how this person made me feel with these actions, then if I then in the future, if I'm starting to feel someone making me feel the same way that this person did before and I remember what this feeling feels like, then now, yes, I forgave this person. But I'm also I'm, I'm protecting myself to where I'm not going to allow someone else to make me feel the same way that the other person did, even though I forgave them. And I think that's important. Right. I can forgive them and and actually be cool with them. And I can think about the things that they did. But if I'm going to forgive them, I'm not going to think about those. But what I am going to do is remember it so that it doesn't happen to me again. And I think that's okay when it comes to the forgiving but not forgetting. Because you protecting yourself and protecting your peace is very important. But I think when you can forgive and then you that, – that's the, I think that's the hard part, right? Forgiving, not forgetting, but also not holding on to it at the same time. Right. Let's talk about some of the emotions of not forgiving – the ones who have hurt us or not forgiving ourselves as we're learning along this journey. It starts with us. What are some of the emotions that come to mind? I think of resentment. I think of bitterness. I think of anger. Uh, I think of shame and guilt. Um, help me out if there's anything I'm missing. But, you know, those are um, some. Go go ahead, Ted. Oh, sorry. No, I was just because. Uh, um, I think uh, there was a really good point that was just made by, uh, and um, it was about how it's not really about forgiving the other person, it's about forgiving yourself. Um, because I know that with some relationships in my life, I, you know, was so, I guess, you know, um, just, it's kind of hard to find the specific word, because I don't know if it's like disappointment or guilt or whatever it may be in yourself uh, for allowing certain people to hurt you a certain way, even though you saw the signs. Um, and even though you, I mean, personally speaking, like, you know, there is someone I have in mind and um, just, it took me some time to learn how to, 
I can not really forgive myself for just not holding on to the hope that things would change with this person or that, um, you know, just the relationship would be different, like just a general relationship, not in specific about anything. But right. just, I think it's just a hope that something better could come from it because you really wanted something good to come from it. You really wanted that person to feel, you know, the same way, but it just wasn't the case. And learning how to be, you know, to forgive, to be okay with the fact that you tried and it wasn't enough and, you know, not holding, being like, well, thinking of yourself in an extremely negative way just because you really wanted a certain thing to work out, even though it didn't. Um, again, personally speaking, that was definitely my experience with a few relationships, just learning to forgive myself for feeling like, you know, I was just very, I wasn't smart about how I felt about this person and how mm -hmm. I went about, you know, my relationship with them. And that's, yeah. That was a really, I think that was a fantastic point because um, that definitely applies to my experiences, at least right. some of them. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ted, for being vulnerable and sharing that. Uh, that's, that's very good insight. And there's a few things that I heard you say as you were sharing, and it goes back to the emotions that. Um, I'm sure some of us have felt, most of us maybe, but definitely myself, the emotions of not forgiving and being uh, hateful, being resentful, bitter, hopeless, um, disappointed, feeling guilt and shame, um, bitterness, all of those things. I felt like I was carrying that around with me. And it was in a backpack. And like, I'm trying to move on and trying to move forward with my life. But I just feel slowed down because I'm carrying all that stuff that I'm not talking about around with me, you know, and along my journey of healing and finding forgiveness and understanding, you know, for my grandfather and his pain and him growing up as an orphan and how that affected my father and how my father passed down that pain and was abusive towards my mother and then how that landed me and my siblings and foster care and you know, there was a time in my life where I was like, you know, why all of this? Like, why me? Why, why do I got to deal with all this stuff? And I don't like it and I hate it and I don't want it. And, you know, forget you and, you know, whatever, you know, and I ran into a brick wall and I, I realized that I was carrying all that around with me. And it wasn't until I chose to understand and find empathy uh, to where I could take the backpack off and take the weight off my shoulders and forgive my parents for what has happened, forgive myself for hurting people in my relationships, um, you know, and, and for others who have hurt me, you know, uh, the same thing, uh, all is forgiven. And yes, I, I, Dr. Houston, you do bring up a really good point that it does start with myself. Um, because I could say it out loud and truly not wholeheartedly mean it because I feel these emotions arise when I'm around those people, like family members. Now, you know, my grandfather just passed away and we're all coming together and trying to cultivate his services and all this stuff. But like no one's really been around 
the way we've been around and we're all looking at each other like, you know, there's a bunch of resentment coming to the surface, you know. So it's going to be interesting how that all unfolds. But I choose mm-hmm. to love and I choose to forgive the ones who have hurt me and my family. And that doesn't justify what they've done to me. It does not set them off the hook. But it frees me from the prison like Richard told me, like Richard talked about. It frees me from the prison of carrying that weight around with me. Thank you for letting me vent a little bit. It's learning the lessons. And, you know, I I, I want to ask the guys, um, have you ever just, you know, and I want to keep it kind of light, but have you ever lent some money to somebody and they, and they said they were going to pay you back? Right? And, and then they don't? And then you come around them and then they, you know, they got the latest um, Jordans or sneakers on or uh, they flossing something, whatever the term, you know, how you young people talk, right? <laughs> They're, you know, they got something nice and you thinking and you're looking at them like, wait a minute, you still owe me some money, right? So how do you deal with that when it comes to forgiveness, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> I would say um, that, that has happened to me before, and I dealt with that situation um, the wrong way, and eventually I thought about it, and, and I fixed it. So what happened was um, I had uh, friends that were siblings, and uh, the brother wanted to borrow uh, money. And so when people tell me, when people say, can I borrow? It's whether it doesesn't matter if it's, you know, uh, $2, $3, whatever, $10. It's, it's, it's your word, right? I take that seriously that they said borrow. Now they said, you know, can I have $2? I'll be like, sure. Never think about it again. But that word means that, uh, you know, I take the, their word and, and that means a lot to me. So anyway, um, they never paid me back. And so since I was friends with uh, the two siblings, um, <laughs> uh, the, I asked uh, the sister, I was like, oh, hey, I like this DVD movie that she had. It was uh, 51st Dates or something. And, um, yeah. And then so she let me borrow it. And so I was like, cool. I didn't give it back to her. And she kept asking for it and ask for, asking for it. And I'm like, well, your brother never paid me back. And he's all like, what is that? She's all like, what, what What? does that have to do with me? That, you know, he, that was uh, the deal between you and him. And I'm like, yeah, but you could kind of like push him to give him, to give me my money. And then so forth, so forth. It, it just went like that. I didn't give her the movie. It was very petty, actually. I didn't give her the movie for like about a year. We were still friends. We were still friends for throughout that time. Um and then after a year, I was like, you know what? I'm over here being petty. She, she's all like, you never gave me my movie, but jokingly. Um, and I was like, you know what? All right, fine. Here, here, here's your movie. I still have it. I kept it in good condition. You know, um, it doesn't matter that your brother didn't pay me back. I just, you know, now I know not to let him borrow any more money. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it, it goes back to me thinking, Damn! Like I, I did the I did the wrong thing, and it took me a whole year to realize it. That yes, it, the deal wasn't between her and, and me; it was between her brother and me. So, 
Um, yeah, and I was like, sorry. I even took her out to lunch. You know, it, it was all good. <laughs> Sounds like you borrowed the movie for a year or so. Right, right, right. The movie. <laughs> I hear you, though. I hear you. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's tough. My cheeks are, are getting tight because I'm smiling so much. So thank you for that story, Richard. Uh, forgiveness, man, it really does uh, come down to something small like that, how we operate in those moments uh, within our relationships. This has been the Brother Be Well podcast. I'm Leon Guidry. Shout out to our sponsors, Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. And don't forget our goals to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at BrotherBeWell or email info at BrotherBeWell.com. Click the subscribe button right now and plan to join us next time. Until then, be well, brothers.